dough coming from the rack store. Bet is packing and making a backflow. Let's go, chilling with raccoons by the back door. Take all so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making dough, right? But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck, will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the back lab. Good morning, Rock FM. Guys, it's the uh, 12th of May 2023, and this is your Cosmos number one US of A Cosmos Breakfast Crypto Show with your host, Robo, Mayor of Rockville, and co hosting today because our other two people are very tardy. Uh, we've got Bruce in the co host seat tonight while we wait for B Bands to, you know. Do the makeup and hair, even though it's on a space, and then Finn's probably going to get up and go to the toilet about halfway through this introduction. So anyway, I care about the one man that's here. Hello, Bruce boy. Good morning, Robo, or good evening. I know it's late at your place. Man, the sun is shining here. I've been out drinking coffee at the local cafe, chilling, oh, a little, little game of chess, and then back home and do some work. That is the exact, perfect start of the day. That's the exact opposite of my day, which has just been a day from hell, like, bro. Oh, my goodness, me. I mean, I stayed up too late last night. Couldn't go to sleep thinking about stuff and freaking doing NFTs and all of this sort of stuff. I didn't go to sleep until like half past three and I had to be in the seat teaching at uh, 8.30. <gasps> oh, dude, I tell you what, I was looking at my soul lying on the floor in front of me crying today, man. That's how bad the day was. Dude, how I got through until lunchtime, man, I've got no idea. Like, I get an hour and a half lunch. 11.30, man, bro, I was just counting down the minutes. I was on my knees praying to God. And Did you just say you get an hour and a half for lunch? Wait, I? Almost right. Of course. What the fuck? Hey, Fraser. Hey. Hello. Yeah, I'll read tomorrow. Hello. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, an hour and a half. That's almost French. That's, that's a long lunch. Did you just did you just nap? No, do you know what it is, matey? I'll tell you exactly what it is. So it's not me, it's the ties, right? They basically none of them want to be doing it. Like I could do lessons like eight all because I do like one hour consultancy, right? For like different people for the same company all the way through the day. So I'll do like a half eight until uh, half nine, half nine to half ten, and then till half eleven. It's because the ties. None of them want to be like uh, learning or studying with me until 12 o'clock when the lunch kicks in. They're like, they're all like to get back to the desk and get their coat on and be ready to like run out the door like with their friends. Like, bro, there's no, but like people even hate like the one o'clock, you know, after the lunch. The lot, like, I'll often have like nobody between one and two, man. That just sounds like when I was at school, when, like you knew, you knew lunch was coming because you're obviously watching the clock. And I just remember slowly, like, everyone working their tables across, like, towards the door, like, whenever the teacher's back was turned, with the aim of, like, the closer you could get to the door meant you were, like, out of the line first. 
So basically, it started off like everyone spaced out across the room. And by the time it was like 11.55, whatever it was, pretty much every table was just jammed up against the wall so everyone could bolt as soon as the bell went. There was just no hanging around. Like, bell went, everyone's off some turkey twizzlers. Bro, you know, I still dream about, uh, I still actually dream about school food. Like, not all of it, but I have to say that uh, cheesecake that you used to get in school, like, back in the day. I mean, I went to uh, I went to St. Aidan's, me, you know, and uh, honest to God, bro, they just had this cheesecake. That, that, that There's no comparison. You, you know which one I mean? The, the school cheesecake, right? No, no, the, the one I was I was going for is, um, can you remember, like, cornflake or treacle tart, that stuff? Because you just don't see it, like, I can't remember seeing that outside of my school or like outside of, yeah, outside of school. It's just not something I've ever seen on like menu. So good. So, so good. This is, this is how professional the crack factory is over here. We start like talking about fucking school dinners, <laughs> man. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> anyway, it's lovely to see you. I bet you're probably a bit tired, are you, Fraser? Bloody every time I, I look at your bloody TL, you're somewhere else in the world, man. Yeah. You must be knackered. Oh, no, it's good fun. I actually enjoy it. I was, um, I was chatting to, chatting to a few people about this. I think it's like a family thing and we've all got itchy feet. So like, so I, I've, I've traveled quite a lot. Love it. Um, both my parents lived in like multiple countries. My uncles like traveled all, all around. They actually lived near you actually for a while, lived in Cambodia just after the Khmer Rouge like fell. And, uh, oh, yeah. and then my grandma well, was in the Navy. So it's like, well, um, I think, Cambodia. I think he was just, he was wow. in Cambodia. Um, and he was just around the corner from, um, was it Till Slang, the prison? Um, oh, yeah, 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 S44. Oh, Isn't it S44? Yeah, yeah, that, that it's place, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, dude, I went in there and it's like they've turned it into a museum. Holy moly, that is so scary. That dude, the kill it, like, yeah. Cambodia is such oh. a bad vibe. But it's like I had to do it, you know. It was like an exorcism of something I had to do, kind of thing, right? But it's brutal, bro. Oh, like that, that is like the, the perfect example of like humans will do awful things to each other. Like if if you could, if you let them, like just just unbelievable. Some of the stuff that went on there, just horrific. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, do you know? Do you know they filled all the lake and everything in there? Or not? Do you know about that? Yeah. Is that when you know the buried? Buried all the bodies, or start somewhere else. Oh no, no! This is just in like the last few years. You know the lake, the big like lake where all of the bloody dodgy bars and hooker places were around the outside, like the proper slum. You know the famous one in Cambodia. I forgot the name of the lake. They've basically filled it in, bro. Like mad. Like I was really amazed they did that. That was like the right. biggest den of iniquity. I'm, I'm gonna have to think of its name, and it's a proper famous one in the middle of like Non Pen. Because dude, like Non Pen now is just all Chinese money. You know. Chinese have come over and built like casinos and stuff and like a couple of like skyscrapers and stuff, and not skyscrapers, but quite a few. Because you remember, nothing was above like like four or five floors before, right? Oh, the, the thing that got me was, um, have you ever been down the south, the southwest of Sianukville? That is strange. Yeah, yeah, Shinaville. I, I stayed there for quite a while. Shinaville, I've been all over the islands and stuff, yeah. Because um, the islands are beautiful, but like, if you go through, I was there maybe three or four years ago. If you go through um, Sianukville, it's just they're throwing up skyscraper hotels that left, right, and center, but no one's paying for like infrastructure. So the roads are like being on a dirt track. And then you've got these like massive hotels that are going to be like 
four or five stars, like heated pools, all that kind of stuff. But just like, and then you walk out and it's like, there's no paths and it's a dirt track. And you're like, is no one going to like suss this out? This is really weird. Um, you know why? You know why? Because it's all, it's literally, dude, honest to God, it's all Chinese laundering money. It's all money that's been laundered from mainland China, right? Do you think they care about, like, they've got land, they've got a building, they've got property, right? Do you think they care about the road? They're yeah, just like, right. oh, I can park my money here for like 15, 20 years. I, I didn't have any, I mean, we'll have to get around to Matty here. We're rambling already. I, I thought we would be. <laughs> uh, the Chinese stuff with this uh, travel ban and stuff is mad. Like, they're stopping the Chinese, like, leaving and shit at the minute. But uh, we'll have a bit, a bit of crack about that. Is uh, Mr. Matt, I thought he would be on the official account. Hello, son. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you doing? You all right? I'm bloody good, mate. I'm looking fast. I'm looking forward to this. Like, I've been pumped all week, eh? Oh, <laughs> oh because of uh, you. Oh. Put it, put it. It's been, a, it's been a week, lads. I tell you what, it's been the most stressful week of my fucking life. I'm not lying to you. It's like, oh, Jesus. I cannot even talk about it. We've done how many NFT like runs and doing snapshots and like, oh, my God. This this, this Web3 life is not uh, it's not easy, right, uh, Matt? I mean, it's pretty hard work, right? Well, it can be, but I'm just the guy at the front end. I don't get involved in any of the tech stuff. I'll leave that to the... Uh... To the wizards and you guys pushing out your NFT projects and your DAOs. Yeah, Matt, you're uh, you're being too humble on yourself. Like the sheer number of hours you put in is insane. I honestly don't know how you do it sometimes. Yeah, I'm a bit of a workaholic, really. Um, speaking <laughs> on that, I, I'll, I'll be put. I'll be putting in a letter. You'll receive my um, letter of complaint shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's playing bloody uh, Jim Jim Curry, isn't he, with these parrots and that? I've, I'll tell you what, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> Jesus, he's got, I tell you what, jealous as hell when I see those fellas. Huh? Oh, the, the how do you get into parrots? Wait, come on. I want to get it down to this quickly. How do you get, how do you get into parrots? I mean, how does that something like that happen overnight or what? It was actually my missus's fault. Um, she was like, I want to get, a, I fancy getting a bird. We used to have a bird years ago and I'm like, distinct and noisy. That's what I thought at the time. And she's like, no, no, I just want to get one. I really, well, if you want to really want, want to get one, then go and get one. So anyway, she gets this bird. Time went on. I want to get a companion. There's a rescue around the corner. I was like, all right, okay, well, I'm going to have a look. I know exactly what's going to happen. You're going to walk straight into this place. You're going to see a bird, and you're going to end up pulling 250 quid out to give a donation or whatever, some bird, and you're going to bring it on. So anyway, we got in there. We walked around the back of this like dingy garage way, and you know there's cages and stuff on the outside. And we walk in. It's got like this semi pet shop sort of vibe, but it is a rescue, and you can hear all the noise. You're overwhelmed straight away. And anyway, we walked in. We're like, right, we're gonna have a look through. And I walked in this door. Boom! Overwhelmed by all these birds. And I swear to God, right, I put two steps forward, and this little bird come to the front of the cage and started tweaking at us. So I stuck my finger through the cage. And anyway, it, 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 it took to us straight away. I went, I'm taking that bird home. <laughs> I literally took that home and then literally it started from there. And then I started handling, I started basically volunteering there and raising funds and doing clean and rehabilitating them and finding them homes to the point where I got experienced with them. People started knowing who I was in the bird world. And then I got, we connected up with a free flight community where we decided that, you know, if you're going to keep birds of this size and this nature, but it's it's incredibly unfair to keep them indoors and caged. So we basically we all got together and 
decided um show people like you can keep them a different way so yeah we uh decided to free fly macaws and all kinds of other birds and made a bit of a movement out of it Bro, that video is absolutely spectacular that I saw the other week. Oh, my God. So have you, you've got a blue macaw, right? Is that what you've got, I, a blue macaw? I've got a blue and gold, yeah. I, yeah, I, told, I think I told you I grew up with my uncle who had African grey, but, uh, oh, they're moody bastards, aren't they? <laughs> they are incredible. They're called smiling assassins because <laughs> you stick your finger in the cage and they've got one of the worst bites as well. They will take your finger and flesh and bone clean off. They can also pick any lock that you put on as well. Uh, my uncle, the only lock that would work was one of those like massive chunk, uh, chunky circular locks that he couldn't get like the beak over. Do you know? Because he used to like just put, flip the lock up like that, put the beak in, and bam, bam, bang, and open it straight away, dude. I mean, like every lock he put on. Yeah, there's been times I've went in and basically they've unbolted the cage from the inside. They've unscrewed the nuts and the bolts. I don't know how they've done it, but they've literally. Un, completely unfastened. I'm talking seven foot side panels here. Big heavy steel. Screwdriver. I'm not even kidding. They completely. I've, I've had them completely dismantle cages from the inside while they were in them. But anyway, yeah. That's the power. Like, you need to. You need to get a camera. Like just leave it. Just just. Ah, that, that, I'd I'd love to watch how they're doing it. No, I'd pay for that. I'd subscribe, man, to watch that stuff. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> let's be honest, Rob. I'm sure there's a lot that you wouldn't subscribe to, mate. <laughs> I love watching. I love watching. I watch Chicken City all the time. Tim Pool's Chicken City. Just watch what the the chickens behaviour. Anyway, guys, we're being joined by the uh, the woman of the moment. Oh, I tell you, watch this, mate, and waves this woman. Good morning, B bands. Thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, if there's any ladies here, which I don't think so. So good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing this amazing morning? My DMs are blowing up this Why morning, the... man. Are they? In a good way. In a good way. I don't way. know, man. I don't know if it's good. Friendly advice. Oh. Sometimes I don't know if it's friendly. <laughs> Can you please elaborate? That sounds very juicy and interesting. Oh, uh, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the person. I don't. I don't like doing that to people. It's all right. But. It was definitely. Yeah. He doesn't listen. That's he doesn't listen to anything, man. He listens, she listens to herself and her husband. That's any advice Bay Bands takes, man. She doesn't need any, man. Friendly in air quotes, right, Bay Bands? Eh? Anyway, Bay Bands. I know. She, oh, she's an absolute cold hearted killer, this one, man. Uh, Bay Bands, uh, check. Some sovereign identity and all of this. Are you are you into it very much? Because I obviously we know all about the the game that you're going to be releasing and stuff. Are you have you been looking into check? What's the story, Morning Glory? Well, um, actually, I didn't know that check was doing something, releasing something. I don't know if they're talking about it yet. So I'm actually looking into that, and um, I'm very interested. So oh, I have you not seen the road? I haven't dug deep. But um, I'm definitely interested in the um. Check time. You sent me a message. We already talked, so it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the twenty the twenty twenty three roadmap is absolutely insane. I just looked at it and I'm like, Jesus Christ! If these fellas hit these like targets, they are like shipping for absolute days, man. It's insane. That yeah, what I'm was that for? I'm hopping no, no, in and just... doing all that stuff. Oh, it's kind. No, it's, I mean, it's it's been hectic already, but I think 
it's weird. Like the end of last year was a bit of a slog because we upgraded to like 46 <clears throat> on the SDK and it was an absolute pain in the ass. So it was way longer than we thought it would. And then it just meant that the start of this year has just been rampant. It's just been one thing after another and it feels like it hasn't stopped. Um, really, really cool. And now we're starting to see other people like helping like build with us, which makes all the difference. So part of the reason there's so much on that roadmap is like, it's not just our team. It's a bunch of other people that we're working with all pulling it together and it's it's only getting bigger. So it's, um, yeah, hopefully it's yeah, just- I saw, that. I saw the collaborations, yeah, yeah, with like the latest stuff with the creds and that, yeah? Uh, yeah, but- uh, and like Animo and a few other bits and pieces, like it's all like, and there's, but I, I ran into, um, I was tweeting, well, I was trying to catch them for a couple of days, Monarchy, who were at this conference as well. And like, I hadn't realized that they built a load of stuff that we weren't even aware of. Like, it's on my list to drop Ross and Tobia notes, but like, guys, like, do you know that they built us into a, one of their demos and like they've got something coming live in the next couple of months? And like, I had no idea. Like I had not a clue. And so like so they're like, oh shit, we need to like do some webinars, do some like share out what they're up to. Because it's really cool, just no one knows about it. And I mean to be fair, until like yesterday, neither did I. Uh, uh, Bayban, you got your hand up. Go on. I'm I'm gonna do like a little intro. You go first though. Um, I just I'm very, very interested in this portable reputation thing. Um, I wanna understand like how it's gonna be because you know how they have that proof of personhood that WorldCoin is doing? It's like a, pa a person passport. Is this kind of like a similar thing, but on Cosmos chain? If you can like kind of talk about that, I'm very, very curious. Yeah, more than happy to. So I think the big difference is um, WorldCoin's a bit terrifying and dystopian. Um, so it's basically writing everything onto the ledger, onto the chain. Um, but they're also like, I don't know if you've seen, they've been going around the world scanning people's eyeballs to like get their identity and then writing it onto a network. Yes. Which yes. is all Yes, because they, they want your biometrics so that, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, basically, they just like end up holding all this data themselves, which is just like a nightmare. Um, whereas the way that we're building is like you get to control all the data. It's with you. So, like, um, I mean, we'll, we'll fire a link to the beta that's coming out soon, but basically, like, we as a project can issue you a load of credentials. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Rack FM ends up issuing some credentials for stuff as well. And they can be anything from, like, identity stuff to, like, social handles to tickets to AMAs to, like, PO apps, um, all sorts of stuff. And then you decide what you, like, take, but also what you can share onto other people so that you'll be able to say, like, oh, I'll take these, like, I'll take these credentials and then I'll share, like, different ones to different people. So, um, Matt, if you can do it in the background, like, we we can share two links. And, like, Matt would be able to show you completely, or maybe, maybe Eduardo, we can share, like, different credentials to different people. And so, like, you could present yourself in one way to someone and then a completely different way to another person um and so that way like it's super private up until the point where you don't want it to be no one can really link you if like if you're presenting your like different stuff to different people um but you can combine all these like different credentials and power ups and stuff from different places and the idea is over time 
it'll almost become like a decentralized reputation where like you can just post and share whatever you want uh to different people so it's not like there's like one score or anything you can just share whatever you want to those different people and present you, yourself however you want to be um and the final thing is like some of it you could do it without any like identity data so you could do it without like a passport or a driving license you could literally just do it based on like your twitter handle and then maybe like some stuff off discord and then whatever whatever else you want and part of what we're finding quite fun at the moment is we're doing loads and loads of user interviews to be like what credentials would you want to issue like what do you think is interesting and what would you want to have yourself so we'll find the link over but it's been a yeah it's been really interesting to see like how people are like reacting to it the stuff they want to use it for because some of them we just didn't even know like and people are thinking about it in a way that we just ne have never had any idea so it's been really really cool um so i realized that was me rambling for a long time but i hope that helps no you're not rambling i just I, I did have one last thing real quick it's not you know rambling is when once you like pass the like three to four minute mark then i feel like it's considered rambling because like i i, I swear to god i'd be watching people talk yeah. And I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, okay, let's see, like, I'm going to see when I start losing interest. And I found that it's at the three to four minute mark, but you're good. <laughs> Listen, I, I, wait, I have a question. I have a question. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got it. <laughs> All right. So my question is, um, how many points of identity are used? Like, you know, identity points are attached to this um, digital ID, I guess, or this, Oof. you know, like... Yeah, like, you know, okay, so like, give you an example, Polygon has their digital ID, and there's supposed to be about 10,000 different points of, you know, identification that they can use or some shit like that. Um, sorry for cursing. Yeah. Uh, How does that I work think, for check? Yeah, I think for us, I mean, there's not really a limit, because it's just going to be like, collect, theoretically, it's infinite, because people could just issue credentials for all sorts of stuff. And you can collect them and then share them on in a separate way. So, like, it really depends on what you collect and what you decide to share. So there's not really like a number attached to it. I'd say it's unlimited. It's all about like what you want to share at any one time, um, which is kind of why we love it so much. It's, it's not like you have a profile and that's your profile. It's more like you decide what goes in there and you can change that on a daily basis or even change it between people. Um, but I would say there's really a number that's attached to it, it's theoretically unlimited and infinite because like anyone could just anyone anyone and any project can issue credentials and then you can just decide what you share so it's um maybe it works in a different way but um that's the way i'm thinking about it so i don't, don't know if that answers you. your question yes it does thank okay. you very much we Robo, invite... now you may speak <laughs> no we did invite uh, eduardo up i mean if he if he does want to jump in man by all means uh... I know Bruce is putting the title uh, with Fraser and Matt, but of, of course, dude, uh, jump in by all means if you if you are free or anything like that, you know. Uh, Brucey, come on, I know. Oh, well, it was straight into the tech. I mean, I was going to ask these guys, like, how they first met each other and that, and just, like, you know, get a little bit of crack going, set the tone a little bit before you aped in with your, like, technical ninja fucking stars. I mean... Calm hey, down, calm down. Saying, like, oh, you know, this is a serious show. Why are you coming up here with the crack? Okay, so I, I took the crack away and now like I was serious and I'm still getting yelled at. Like there's just no pleasing you, Robo. There's just I'm joking, no man. I'm joking. Yeah. 
that uh, that 20 minute crack that we had with your woman the other night before we started. And then even, it was me. I was like, right, can we get out of business? Can we get serious? That was in, uh, amazing. That. Right. Uh, quickly, though, very quickly, uh, Matt and Frazier, did you two guys just meet through Checked or did you know each other before the project? Actually through Checked. So despite growing up like really, really close to each other, it was through Checked. So, um, Matt, this is more your story than mine because you've, um, I obviously know kind of how we met, but it's you've got a lot more history surrounding it in terms of like what you've been up to in terms of like Web3 communities, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I actually started uh, moderating with a marketing agency for a few different projects across different ecosystems. And one of them I found I was chucked into was checked. Um, it was a bit overwhelming because it's quite technically uh, challenging if you're not familiar with what SSI is. Um, but I, I don't know. I just took to it and I just got it immediately. And um, I felt like I was getting on well with the team. Um, Fraser, the rest of the team, my man Eduardo down there, who, by the way, um, he's he says he's on his PC, but really he's just a little bit shy, aren't you, mate? <laughs> anyway, I um I got started with checked, and and once I got it, I realised that um, it was actually going to solve a lot of real world problems because I've got a background in tech, IT, security, and stuff, and I immediately thought like this could genuinely solve so many problems that most people are faced with on a day-to-day basis with things like impersonation and scams. And uh, anyway, the job advert went out, and I was just like. This was this has got my name all over it. So I thought at the time. Um, anyway, I applied, and um, unfortunately for these guys, they're now stuck with me. No, probably definitely not stuck with you. It's like, nah, it's, I'm, we're so lucky, honestly. Like, um, I'm, I'm gonna give him some big, big reps here, but like, I can I just say, Fraser, before you do, before you do, I just want to say about Matt, right? You can you can take like. The man out of Sunderland, but you can't take some, the Sunderland out the man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's like so articulate and passionate, and you hear him, and then he's like chucked, chucked out, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> chucked yeah, it yeah. out. Like, oh, I love it, dude. I love it. No, I completely agree. And um, so the, the thing I was going to say about him is so um, like the, the thing that stood out and still stands out about him is like, I don't know any other community manager who understands their project as well as Matt does. Like, Every every time I'm like interacting with other community managers, like they just like operating off an FAQ or like they've got some like like just some answers that they stock use and they just generally chuck out some like generic stuff and like they've got a, a, an okay ish understanding of like what their project does, but like the level Matt's got to is just nuts. Like the the questions you like, like you're able to answer versus like especially on something like ssi and decentralized IE, where it is like super super technical it's just awesome but also like, fraser, fraser also add to that right the very fact that it is like a community manager is a right old stressful fucking job to start oh, with i mean yeah. bro that has to be like the one of the toughest jobs on a team that i mean if like if you're coding up building whatever you know maybe you like remote or whatever but like you know, you, you haven't got people like on your case like twenty four seven. When you're a community manager, it's like you have to answer to everything that anybody wants to like moan or complain about. Or it's, it's like a it's a plethora of jobs. It's not just one thing. It's like several things, isn't it? Like, I totally agree. It's it's also a little bit like um, it's also like being a customer. Well, I mean, part of it is being like that customer support agent, which is no wonder like Matt's so good at it being from Sunderland because you know like. Half of the um, 
is it half like the customer support centers in the UK are either in like Swansea or they're in the northeast because just like the northeast right. sounds so friendly that you can't get angry at them. Correct, <laughs> yeah, he's totally right, isn't he? That's what they, that's what they did. They came and built like how many call like everything came, man. T Mobile, the fucking lot, everybody, Orange, everybody built the fucking call centers up our way. We just have some crack, like, you know. I mean, that's like go on. No, no, I was, I was just going to agree with you. Like, um, and the other one was um in in Scouserland, like putting them all up in Liverpool for exactly the same reason. Like, how can you how can you get angry at, at like at, at a Scouser over the phone unless you've literally just watched them steal your car? Give us, give us, wait, oh wait, lad, give us, give us your best. Come on, since you're British and this is the the, the crack factory oh, I can't tonight. Do it. Can't do it. And you know, do a scouser. I can't. I can't. I, I, I can't go ahead, mate. Go ahead. Oh come on, man. You're right, boys and girls. Can I take your credit card details, please? <laughs> oh, that wasn't bad. That. Hey, hey, lad, come ahead, come ahead, lad. That wasn't fucking too bad. Dude, you know something? I guessed this woman's accent the other day. You're not going to believe this. Like, I felt like a player if I was going to say Zimbabwe, right? Because she she had a South African twang, but it wasn't South African, so I knew it was close. And obviously, like, no much. She like, looks like blah, blah, blah. I kind of guessed Zimbabwe, but I was like, well, if you say that, like, people's going to think you're an idiot. So I was like... It sounds like South African, but you know, it's like Zimbabwean, but maybe, I don't know, maybe one parent, and then you live there a bit and like left, and she's like, dude, I was born in Zimbabwe, moved to South Africa, and then I, during uni, moved to the States, and I've been here ever since, and I was like, I nailed it. <laughs> that was good. I'm not going to doubt and say that it was good, but Robo, I'm going to have to one-up you on that. And the oh, here it goes. Because I guessed her parents' country. Cuckoo. You did, actually. And, and you know what, though? That was because you like, thought that... Welsh, right? I was like, I was thinking you were Welsh or something. She's like, yeah, my parents are Welsh. Boom. She had, drop. She had literally no Welsh. On a molecular level, like DNA. She had no Welsh whatsoever. <laughs> that, was, that was like the biggest stab in the dark, like, you can ever imagine. Like, be, see, a lot of those uh, white people... No. Uh, in Zimbabwe and North, North South Africa. No, no. Wait, no, no. A lot of the white people are, are from Wales, Scotland. You wouldn't believe how many, like, Scottish descendants. So my mate, like, Durban, who I met, like, good kid here teaching, uh, his parents are Scottish. Like, there's loads of Scottish and Welsh in that particular area, like Durban, uh, going up into, like, Zimbabwe and stuff, right? Well, but I didn't know that when I was thinking that she was Welsh. I know you're rubbing me. You're rubbing went, me big I time. The, I went on the molecular level. I think we gotta we gotta go on to another subject because I'm just gonna have to keep one on one can up. We, can, <laughs> we get back to, can we get back to check, mate? Oh, did you hear that? I've been waiting all night for that. Can we get back to check, mate? Aha, baby. <laughs> right, what's up, Brucey? Bruce, let's let Brucey take the stage. Come on, because you know you're gonna talk about meditation. I, I was just thinking how fucking whack that pun was, bro. <laughs> Rocking <laughs> all week. I've been like, how do we get checkmate in there? How do we do it? I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. For... That was for Joe. That's that's for the dads, man. That's not for you, young bloody single whippersnappers. Come on, then, Brucey. You got some. Uh, you got some grilling. You got your. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I've got a question though. I just want to ask Matt and Fraser if they knew or if they know what kind of uh, doctor Doctor Pepper is. Doctor no who? Doctor Pepper. You know Doctor Pepper. 
Oh, the drink. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of doctor? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, are you asking me to guess, or are you asking if I know who he is? Dude, just guess. Yeah. Shut up, Robo. Shut up, Robo. I'm doing a thing here. You <laughs> said take the stage. I'm taking it. Um, the heart surgeon. Yeah, yeah, he's a heart surgeon. Thank you for his. Uh, he's a heart surgeon. Yeah. Oh, nice try. No, but he's he's a physician. Oh, no. oh we need to get Matt. We need to get Alex on. This is this is like Alex's like wet dream. This is, this is everything that Alex lives for. Easy, yeah. Get him up, uh, Alex. Have you got your uh, microphone with you, mid? I've sent him an invite. Yeah. Okay. When it comes oh. up, Alex, if you come up, I got another one. A little treat Bruce, for you. Bruce, did you like that joke the other day about the uh, the butter? Yeah, that was hilarious, right? Which one? Bro, oh, you, keep, right. you, keep, you, keep, you keep that's asking right. me that's about right. if I remember something and I that's fucking not, always no, never right. remember. That's right. I didn't tell you because you would fucking spread it all over. Boom, boom. Yeah. Right, so, so I just joined. Um, I had none of the context and then I just heard Fraser absolutely gossiping about me. So... <laughs> I literally joined the second <laughs> phrase with saying, oh, this is Alex's wet dream. <laughs> it's, uh, it was, it was uh, just puns everywhere. Puns, puns and dad jokes. Oh, I'm in the right place. Okay, <laughs> okay, Alex. Okay, here we go. I really... <laughs> so, Alex, did you know that there's more airplanes in the sea than there are submarines in the air? It's plain to sea. <laughs> oh, that's awful, but I love it. This is so perfect. Bro, bro, it doesn't get any better than him, man. On mushrooms on a space, talking about swimming up the fucking canal naked past Parliament last week on a fucking space. Like, I'm like, even B-Bands was like, whoa, Bruce, you need to slow down a little bit. Like, uh, what? Right. No, we need more. He's twins, naked. In Copenhagen, he swims naked up the canal past the parliament. Oh, look who's joined us. Look who's just, oh, we've been blessed in the room by Terra Spaces, the last remaining member of the gang. Uh, oh, yeah. oh I, I, just, I just need to appreciate this moment because Finn is always haunting us for the scheduled spaces so he can put it in his little calendar so his little butt can join, right? And we put it in the calendar. I scheduled, I scheduled this fucking space a week before, man. Unheard of on regular. You sound FM. angry as fuck. You sound angry as fuck right now, Bruce. <laughs> and then he comes down. I'm just happy. I just appreciate this little moment, man. He came late. We scheduled 40, it. 41 minutes. Bruce, you've got like grief material for fucking two weeks over Terra Spaces right now. I'm going to leave the Discord, me. <laughs> <laughs> Right out, we've got Alex up here. I mean, dude, we've got three. Come on then, Brucey. And now nah, you've been... I mean, you spent 24 hours researching like Vanessa and got a bloody postcode. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with these boys. That wasn't but... weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was extremely weird. He's like, mm, I spent about the last two hours researching yet. It was, like, life. <laughs> it was like, um, you seem to be contradicting something you posted on your LinkedIn. I was like, let the lady live, bro. <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. Bruce didn't, <laughs> Bruce didn't do that tonight, I'm telling you. Didn't it fucking shut us down? Because we're already on the borderline. We're getting cancelled, so come on. Now, man, Bruce, what you, what you been digging around in? What, what you got for the boys? By the way, welcome, Alec. 
So I was I, I actually been very sweet with the boys because I had some stuff for the other space where we got into something about the regulations and the emerging market of that is digital identity and I've been thinking about like how big is your team like and how how many lawyers are you in contact with on a like regular <laughs> basis basis fuck guys you volunteer to come on the friday sure this is what you're gonna fucking get no, it's all good um so i mean the the good thing is uh mr tweedale um actually studied law for a start but also his like speciality was ssi like literally university he's probably one of the few people that i know that was like even years ago was like early into ssi and like studying it was at university so the really good thing on the data side of things is like i mean basically alex has just read a lot of the, a lot of the regulations in the first place and so they're pretty like unambiguous so you just need to follow what they say and there's a load of like specs and guidelines on like stuff you should do and stuff you shouldn't do so you don't need like uh, until you start doing some dodgy stuff which we're not like you don't really need to go for the lawyers for the data stuff because it's just there in black and white um Alex, i don't know if there's anything more you want to add to that I'm, i assume so no i think a lot of the time actually like because some of this identity stuff is so new you go and speak to a lawyer about decentralized identity and often they just have no idea what's going on you kind of need to have a sort of core understanding of the technology and then sort of how it affects data protection stuff to really be able to square the two. Uh, yeah, as Fraser mentioned, I wrote my sort of master's thesis on on SSI, but also how it sort of interacts with the GDPR. Um, and from that, I've been in some pretty crazy conversations, like I've written a paper on basically decentralized identity and the GDPR with like literally EU like stakeholders. Um, I've, I've advised like, organizations like sovereign on like how they should be sort of putting like decentralized identifiers on chain and whether that should represent a legal entity or a person so yeah it's like there, there are regulations out there and like the new eidas 2.0 regulation is going to be a bit of a game changer because that literally brings decentralized identity into the law um but aside from that it's just kind of uh going about it in a sensible way um, and thinking, okay, if we're actually taking back control of our data, then this does align with the sort of principles of things like the GDPR. So yeah, in terms of actually speaking to lawyers, it's not so much. It's it's more just um, the actual technology that we're building actually fits a lot of the law better than uh, you know companies stealing all your data behind your back. He's too humble. You're too humble, Alex, aren't you? I just want to... I, I, Alex, first of all, wow, bro. Impressive, really, really, really impressive, man. I understand why Fraser and Matt they they let you do anything in the company, man. Um, Fraser and <laughs> Matt, I just I just want to say something. I'm, hey, oh, hold on, Robert. I just want to say something to Fraser and Matt. You are two sneaky little red people. You didn't tell me about Alex, man. You gave me no <laughs> chance here. You just brought him. Oh, I see Alex down there, oh, man. Let's imagine bring up our secret weapon. Hang on, hang on. You imagine No, no. If, if, actually, I'm just going to throw that one uh, right back at you. Do you remember, Robbo, when I said, uh, have you got a set of questions just so we can be primed in advance? And then you were like, what are you screening us? There you go, Bruce, man. I've just thrown it right back at you, brother. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I fucking love it, man. Nice. If you hadn't been doing nice all the puns and dad jokes, we wouldn't have even invited Alex on. So you, you basically <laughs> screwed yourself there. Oh, I love these guys, man. Oh, fucking hell, man. Oh, Fraser, Matt, we're going we're gonna to see each other in Thailand in, in the next year, man. We're going to go sparring. Let's Ruth, go. We, promised, we promised them Rack FM, and we're giving them Rack FM. Right? When you come on the show, everyone knows what you sign up for. And honestly, dude, he just schooled you there like absolute humble pie you're eating tomorrow, dude. When you're coming up <laughs> after them. Yeah, we're not wrong about that. But I'm yeah. a hungry boy, man, and I'm a recruit, I... so... What you I'm call garbage, at, I call fucking bread and butter. I'm I'm looking at uh, check me, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, isn't this like pure like Dow integration? Like, isn't this? Oh 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 oh! Before you, I have more questions, for Alex. Go on. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So, Alex, bro, you're really smart. You wrote a PhD and all that, man. That is impressive work. So, what like? What obstacles are you preparing for? Or like what challenges are you preparing for in the future? I think it's almost like what we've experienced as we're speaking to enterprise clients that lawyers in particular can be particularly like, like pernickety when it comes to these, this type of technology. So it's almost convincing the lawyers that what we're actually doing is in line, A, in line with the law, but B, in line with where the law is going and C, makes everyone's life easier. Um, so as a, as a blocker, I think understanding that the old law isn't necessarily going to dictate the future and that there is new law being written and we need to future-proof ourselves for that change and getting people on board with that kind of notion. Um, I think that's one of the big challenges uh, for me. Other than that, I think it's just education. Like we've been building in this space for a while. We've been in Cosmos for a while. Um, and I, I think it's only starting to seep through like what decentralized or self-sovereign identity actually is. Um, so for me, just getting general people, just jumping into more spaces, getting the word out of like what this technology can actually enable and sort of debunking why it's not a good idea to do this with things like NFTs and why it's a better idea to do it with verifiable credentials is also something I think which is going to be a challenge. Like I've seen really bad approaches to decentralized identity which do not protect user privacy which do not have data protection in mind and it's approaches like that which will turn enterprise clients and sort of bigger the, the sort of like real world adoption away from this type of technology so it's yeah education steering people in the right direction and just uh like convincing people that there is law coming in this space and we need to build towards it so you went from having a PhD to basically becoming an influencer. Yeah, that's all everyone is in this space, though. It's just kind of educating people around the potential of the technology and kind of influencing in that kind of general direction. If you're not an influencer, you're not you're not doing it right. Oh man, this guy, you can't fucking you can't rock his boat, man. He's so cool. <laughs> Bro, you're so cool. Oh, the, th the thing you can't see on Twitter Spaces either is it's a Friday, and Alex, have you got one of your Friday shirts on? Oh no, I don't. But I should, oh. I, sh I should bring it back. So you we need came, to bring it back. You came in this space like Don and Jacob shirtless, or what? Wait a minute, what's a shirt? What? What? Is, can anybody tell me what a shirt is? Like I live in Bangkok, in Thailand. What's a shirt? I mean, come on. Oh, so you're just you're <laughs> just twenty four seven wife wife beating. <laughs> <laughs> 
just always the one. No, he, he, he doesn't nah. wear a shirt. He has his like Yakuza tattoo on his like on his stomach, and he just that's his shirt, the tattoo. <laughs> hey, I've got to say, uh, what a cracking show! I mean, I'm not going to reset the room. Uh, I can see a couple of people just jump in, blah blah. What a cracking conversation. Uh, Brucey, I mean, I, d- I do want to figure out where where checked and DAOs fit in, right? And and where that like uh, DAO participation kind of thing is going to like be able to create this identity or, or that the, you, you commits or what, whatever it is. Uh, guys, you know, something that bugs me, like ha- like a non-teams, you know, have to build up like uh, a reputation, right? We talked about this the other week, yeah. Obviously, when we when we came on your show, right? And this is the kind of thing that, like, I'm just thinking about. Right, okay, you can be in a DAO and you can be anonymous for like I don't know, two, three, four years or something. But like, who's counting all your votes or who's doing this or what? Do Do you know what I mean? Like, who's collecting yeah, this yeah, data? It's, well, it's it's actually something that we reckon. Like, this is one of one of the things we want to explore. So, like, when when we get the beta out to you and you see how it works. We're really curious on like the kind of things you'd want to issue as part of the DAO because like I can think of a load of stuff and most of it's related to what you just said there on like staying completely anon or like pseudonymous at least and then still having a reputation that you can use to prove that you've done something. So we were thinking like reputation. How do you describe it? How do you define reputation? Because at the minute, and, and this was after the DAO space, I think I told you guys the other week. At the minute, the way that it's working, if we look at like blockchain and the terminology that we've got, if you could take proof of participation plus proof of contribution, what was the other one, Bruce? We fucking came up with the other night. We came up with another one the other night. Our, our proof of ownership, sorry. So like obviously like whatever it is that you've like bought or bought into or invested in or something. So like that proof of ownership, yeah. Uh, proof of participation, which will be your governance, etc. And then your proof of contribution that could be actually like writing governance proposals. Because the two things are a little bit different, right? Like, yeah, man, do tell me more. I'm all ears about this stuff. Like, uh, it's, it's really cool. So I think um, like one of the credentials you'll see in there is, and this is like dummied up at the moment, but there's like a check whale credential. And the idea there is like, you wouldn't even need to expose like your actual wallet or your address, but we could do a check or the project could do a check on like the wallet and then issue a credential as long as it's over a certain size and define what that size is. So you could do that proof of ownership. So you could prove that you own like a raccoon without ever exposing like which one it is. And obviously that's probably backwards in the way that you want to be doing stuff because like ever wants to flex, right? But like if you want to hide some stuff but you want to prove ownership, like you can. But I think some of the other stuff that's going to be really interesting is like just um so like if you if you're doing stuff on like crew three or zeely or in the dow like if you're a person who's answering questions all the time and you keep on getting given points by like like matt inside our community like giving points out to people that like you should be able to go and show that somewhere else without that person having to go into that community to check what your like reputation is so what we were looking at like be able to take stuff like crew three or zeely like reputation where you've got like xp points and rank and be able to show that from one project to another. So you could go from like checked and be like, I can prove I'm an ambassador in a mod and I've been in this community for like two years now and I can go and show that off to someone else 
stay completely like pseudonymous still. So no one knows who really who I am, but I can prove I've done all this stuff. And then I think, Alex, you've been thinking about like maybe how this might work with something like Commonwealth or maybe Dow Dow, where like you could. Oh, do, don't don't mention people. Commonwealth. Oh, please do. Don't mention Commonwealth. Honestly, I I, I jumped about the chair then. I nearly cried. Yeah. Didn't mention that thing. Basically He's going through like... counseling right now to help him with the PTSD with common Commonwealth. Um, <laughs> once he's gotten over this hump, we can we can we can talk about it again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Um, but I maybe you need some of uh, Bruce Van Schreens. Um, just like just like give it out a bit. But um, <laughs> the like this is probably more one for Alex. But we've been thinking about like. Could you use this for like voting where you get rid of all the symbols and it's not based on like stake at all? It's all based on like individual. You could even make it like above a certain contribution. So like, if you're like you've got levels of voting and you can only vote if you've been the community or like you've achieved a certain level, if you've contributed like enough, and then that allows you to vote, but it's still one person, one vote. And then you've got separately like. Yeah, just take it away from stake. So, Alex, this is probably more for you because this is definitely like you thought about this way more than I. So, it's, I was going to say something. I, I, I think that's very important, guys. I just want to put this in, Alex. Preface this a little bit. Uh, you know, in real life, what we're witnessing now is we're seeing the, the you know the advent of like social credit scores, and I think this terrifies like people across the world, and therefore you know people are escaping to like what they think is blockchain anonymity, etc. Like what you guys are doing is very far from like a social credit score, right? Can I take this one? Yeah, go on, Matt. Right, of okay. course. Yeah, so well, we're well aware that people have um, their eyes on various different things, but this is not like a social credit score because Checked isn't actually keeping tags, tabs on any of your reputation. We're basically providing the tools. And just to add some more context from Fraser's last answer to your question, how does it work in the case of a DAO, it would mean that you would register yourself as an issuer and it would actually be you guys let's say the rack fm core account or the primary uh, holder over the dow would issue credentials to people that they trust so they themselves are recognizing their reputation it's not that check to coming in and saying right okay we're going to let you use creds and we'll keep track of all of that reputation for you that's got nothing to do with us we will not hold that data you will you will have your own community and your own community trust whereby you will issue the credentials whether it's for contributions whether it's for governance votes whether it's for taking part in conversations somebody who absolutely smashes them really good proposals out that will be down to the owners of the DAOs to issue that reputation to somebody who is either anonymous or as Fraser said pseudonymous so this is absolutely nothing to do with um social credit scores but we won't go too far down that road yeah, yeah. That's I also I think did you see how I got that answer guys that's how we roll on this show did you see the answer we pulled out there dynamite sorry fellas go on I also think something just quickly Fraser um, I also think something really important to understand here is that verifiable credentials, where, where your actual data is going to be held, is not on-chain. Um, it's it's off-chain. It's held by you in your own identity wallet. So there's no way anyone can surveil your the where you're using or sharing your data because you're the one that's controlling it and it's not on-chain. So when we talk about social credit scores, the, the biggest problem there is, you know, well, A, it's, you know, accessing things with, with a particular score, but it's also 
that that mass surveillance and being able to check where your data is being used and who's using what where. Decentralized and self-sovereign identity is the opposite of that. It's just providing you the tools to share a level of trust in one particular interaction with another individual entity. There is no surveillance, um, and importantly, like there is no score gating. You know, you don't need to have a certain score to enter a particular group or anything. You just need to provide the requisite uh, attributes for that particular interaction, and, and you have, might have tons and tons of attributes and credentials. You just need to provide the appropriate credentials for that verifier to be able to trust you, and that's all that we're building. Uh, Fraser, yeah. do you want to add to that as well? Uh, just, just like a tangible example. So I don't know if um, if Eduardo's managed to do it on that, but basically, like I've got two links on like the beta that we've got on the demo, and basically, like, each link has different credentials in it, and that kind of shows like the power of it, where like I can decide what I share with who, and then what will happen in the future is the ability to like break that link. So like even if someone's got the link, like it will just die. So at that point, you can show different people completely different stuff. So like I could interact with Alex in a certain context and share him some credentials and it might be using like my Discord handle and I might say interact with like Robbo using my Telegram or my Twitter and he's technically got nothing to link those two things together. Now, obviously, like I'm doxxed, so it's obvious, but for people where they have got like multiple identities that are separate, like they will be able to keep those separate um, and show them off a different way. So I think like that there's a, like, a practical demonstration already of that like ability to keep it all private and just and tailor it to whatever you need and that's i think that's the biggest thing for us is, is like like walking walking the talk that's it Fraser. yeah the other thing is as well is it's sorry Fraser. sorry i thought you were finished continue no i am i'm, I'm done uh bruceman um if you just quickly check it. telegram we call it you know what we call it though we call it the uh, the rack fm sniff test like we're always just like going to just going to ask what we want, like and just do what we want. You know, honestly, you guys tonight up here, Bruce, Bevans, absolute legends. These three, right? I love them to bits. Honestly, the crack is You'll not yeah. get now past us unanswered. Believe me. Ah, I knew that, dude. Listen, we've been wanting to line this up, man, for weeks. Like and and it, like even after when we like popped on the show and had a bit of crack, and I, I honestly appreciate the fo- uh, feedback, foodbacker. Next door's just got to take away. Uh, the feedback for Bruce was insane. I will say, guys, uh, we do have a part on Bruce. We do have a part time uh, host, guys, a part time pundit that, that comes in when he likes. He's out here in the tropics living his life as well. I did send him a speaker invite because we're a man down. And if he's come in, it's probably because it's really relevant. So I just want to say hello, Bruce, before you continue your questioning. And we'll let Soy hit the boys up. But uh, hello, Soy. Thank you for coming in here today on an important space. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, it's um, it's been a uh, it's been a bit of a crazy week so for for Neutron and stuff. So I've not really been around too much, um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, obviously got you a little invite to speak. So not spoke to you guys in a while. So uh, thought I'd come and say hello. So hello, hello. Sorry. hello. how are you doing, sir? You good? How are we doing? Is that is that Matt? It is me. Yes, it's me indeed. Hiding behind the checked logo. Ah, I was just going to see a Bruceman if you can get them uh, things whacked in the nest off Eduardo and at the bottom of the Twitter spaces. Sorry, just just going to throw that in there. If, if you look, if you look in the nest, my brother. Yeah, I just seen it pop up there. I was going to mention. Thank you. There's some others there, and there's also oh, a link that Fraser mentioned. There's there's I'll one that Fraser mentioned. 
I'll tell you what, Matt, if you're not getting a pay rise after tonight, someone's going to come after you. I bet you're going to be getting hit up tomorrow, mind. I'm telling you, when people start listening back to this space, I'm like, listen to this fella. Who's this fella? Let's get out. Tell you, Fraser, Alex, you want to be careful. People will be hitting your man up, you know. Oh, but, but, oh, Matt, I've, what I've just remembered, though, is you've got a secret, a dirty secret for a, for a Sunderland lad. Am I okay telling Bobbo? Oh, oh yeah, I'd, 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 I'd rinse you anyway I can, Fraser, so go for it, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, I'd uh, rinse, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Robert, I don't, like, you'll know what this is, but um, Matt has never had a Palmo, never, and he claims he's from the northeast. Bro, I'm just going to say something. When it comes to Palmos, like, Hey, I mean, it's not my fault I wasn't born in Middlesbrough. Like, yes. what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, oh, wait, you're, do, you think, do you think I... Dude, what are you talking oh, about? No, I've never had a palm get, on my life, bro. What are you get, talking about? Come on. Give over. Get wrecked, Backfired. Bro, he really wrecked. Where's he from? Sutton Caulfield or something? I mean, where's your man from? Where'd you find him? Uh, Matt? Everybody's a palm woman. I thought I was just the minority. I actually thought you were going to side with Fraser there and absolutely rib me. Sure but yeah, what? yes. Wait, um, <laughs> what's up, Paul? Fly back from the US. Like, I, I thought it was just a thing. Now, what? I, I, you've yeah. infected everybody, haven't you? Not, you don't infect, but uh, infect. That's what it is. Uh, wait a minute, though, Fraser. You know where I thought you were from. What's the uh, posh place called again, man? Where tall trees is? What's it called again? Oh, yeah. W. Begins with a W, right? What's it called again? I can't remember the fucking name of it. Yarm. No, it's up from Yarm. North of Yarm. Begins with W, right? Tall trees, right? Yarm, is it? So, Fraser, I have to ask. I mean, I I didn't know if you like you want to say it, but where are you actually from, Fraser? Like, where were you born? Yeah, no worries. Uh, So, just out of Durham. So um, actually just around like the Sedgefield area. So I don't know if you've been down that way, but around that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I Sedgefield exactly really well. Yeah. Real course. Yeah. Sedgefield Real course. Yeah, I yeah. had a, dude, I was, yeah, I was yeah. old. I had a stall down there selling. I had, yeah. uh, so I was, I was 10 years old. I like, bought something off, off it. Dude, I was 10 years old and uh, I used to go around with my uncle. It was a mock man on the weekend. Dude, I had stalls everywhere. Manchester Street, uh, Bishop Auckland. Uh, uh, oh, what's it called again? Fucking. So Central Racecourse, obviously. Like, dude, I just used to fucking be a little like buyer and seller when I was a kid. Like a proper little market fella, like 10 years old. Proper little grafter. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was speaking to someone, you know, it was, um, so I saw out at a conference and, um, we were talking, I can't remember how it came up, but we are talking about like when we, when we both decided like that, that we'd want to start a company. And his was like, he was, um, he was taking, a, I'm going to use a word that no one else apart from you two are going to recognise, but he was taking Ket into school and then like selling it on lunch times. Um, and like, obviously everyone's bringing their money in to buy school dinners and stuff. And he's just selling them sweets on a lunchtime. And that was his story of like how he decided he wanted to become and like go and start a company and stuff was uh yeah sneaking sneaking loads of sweets into school and then just selling them on the oh, side. People don't realize people don't realize or like the northeast man how fucking rough it actually is like and like how it's the most like kind of uh, like under uh, privileged like area of like the UK kind of essentially like it's weird how like the southwest like Bristol and that is like like pretty much like I get along with Bristol kids really well. 
I don't know about you guys, like, like I feel a bit of a kinship with the Bristol boys, yeah? Oh, I love it. I, I also went to uni there, and I am... Um... I did go to uni there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, did you? We'll you both went to Bristol? Bristol. Nowhere. No, Ross, yeah, Ross and I, Fraser, both went to Bristol. Oh, holy shit, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So, Alex, no, Fraser... so what's about, ask about unis. I mean... I, I, you obviously mentioned like the masters and the PhD and that. And uh, I mean, I love this shit. I mean, I work in education, right? Uh, I'm a teacher, believe it or not. I'm not a player. Uh, bro, can I ask you? I mean, you might not want to mention, but you're probably it's on your LinkedIn or something. What unis did you go to? Because I bet they were like, yeah. So I, I went to Uni of Bristol and did law, and then I moved to the Netherlands and uh, I did a degree in law and like a master's degree in law and digital technologies. Uh, at Leiden University, which is also really good for law. Um, would fucking recommend going to Leiden. Really cool place. It's kind of between Amsterdam and Rotterdam and Utrecht. So you get sort of the best of all three cities, um, just just like a quick train away. So yeah, if you ever want a quick getaway to a nice like quaint Dutch place uh, surrounded by big sashes, Leiden's the place to go. <laughs> And can we have a wellness check on Bruce? Bruce, are you okay there? He's still alive. You all right? One hundred percent still alive, man. I was just, just waiting. Around. I was I was just waiting for a little room where I could uh, maybe oh, ask right. Matt and Fraser about their product and Alex, maybe Alex ask them about TV. What? I didn't know if you'd fainted. Alex was going through his CV. I wasn't sure if you'd fainted or something. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro. You know, you know, I like them smart. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, sorry, yeah. Uh, he might have some like impertinent questions for uh, check. I don't know if he has. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just come up for some banter, or are you actually going to take part in the fucking are you just, show? Are you, are you just going to go completely over what I just said, man? That oh, I wanted I to. Hear, I don't. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Okay, I okay. no worries. I just want to ask uh, Matt and Fraser, what up, B band? Wait, what was it? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear. It no, no, I just saw B bands was about to unmute and say something. Ah, okay, sorry. No, I was just going to make a suggestion to Robo. Robo, why don't you say something and give it like five seconds before you say something else? Because I think like there's like a little bit of a lag and you're kind of talking over people so you can't hear what they're saying. Um, but I just wanted to give that little. Uh, I'll tip. jump out and back in. I'll jump out and back in. OK, it might be the. No, you don't have to do that. You just have to slow down. That's all. <laughs> don't leave. Just slow down. <laughs> Anyway, what I wanted to ask Madam Fraser about, about is the product, creds.xyz, and the link, the tweet up in the nest, the first one. So what is that, guys? Is that the, the credentials of one of your team team members? Uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's mine. And what you should see are the two. Yeah, so um, so that link is basically to all my credentials, or at least the ones that I want to share. So I've been like, obviously, just roaming around conferences for the last like couple of weeks. So I've just been, whenever I meet someone new, just firing them a link, be like, oh, this is me. Like this proves I work for Checked, and this, and like with the consensus one, like I was firing that around to show like, oh, this is where we met, and just follow that up. And then we've got another link somewhere else where you can show like. I, I can just give them my a Discord name and the fact that I work for Checks. And obviously all of these are coming from us right now. But then in the future, it's all gonna be like anyone can start issuing these. So it could be like, oh, I've got like here's here's my Discord handle, here's the fact that I work for Checks, and then here's an AMA for Rack FM because I took like because we have the spaces. 
and then like just add them up all up over time and share them in a different place. So <clears throat> the way you're seeing there is like the 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 proofing or like the the receiver side of the of the thing. And then separately in a couple well, actually in a couple of weeks we'll give you give you guys access to the beta where you can see like what it looks like to have these things yourself. And then in the background, what we're working on is like how people can start issuing these things as, as projects. So it's super, super easy. So um, yeah, I mean, anyone can basically head onto that link. You can click in, see the credentials I've got, all that kind of stuff. And then also there's a sign-up link there just for a general, like as the availability starts getting rolled out. Um, yeah, I mean, Matt or Alex, anything else you want to add in there? Or are we waiting for I... the to like tell me if you want? I've I've got something actually. I guess the first thing that might jump out at people is that it is literally just pictures on a page with a piece of text and a button that completes an action. Um, so I guess maybe what would be interesting, Alex, if you want to fill them in on this one, because um, you do it far better than I can, is what is actually happening when we share an existing link or somebody else copies a link, which they can at the moment, and then they click verify on that credential. So basically, um, there's a couple of layers to sort of understand here. There's the layer of what's happening on the checked ledger and then what's happening with the actual credential itself. So um, this is kind of, okay, let's do a bit of a rewind to how sort of credentials actually work and why they're verifiable. Um, so the first piece I think that's really important to understand is what goes on the checked ledger. Um, so in this example that Fraser's shared, these credentials have all been issued by Checked. Um, and what that means is that Checked as a company has uh, basically what's like a signature that's anchored onto our blockchain. Um, and when the credentials are issued to Fraser, the data itself is essentially cryptographically signed by the signature that is on the ledger. So Fraser then holds these credentials in his wallet. And when he shares the credentials with uh, one of you guys or just posts his link and you click on verify, what that's doing is it's checking against the actual checked ledger that the what's called a decentralized identifier or the, or the signature is actually legitimate and it actually belongs to checked. So that verification is saying, it's doing a few things. It's, it's verifying the signature of the, the did. So saying, yeah, this actually is from checked. It's a legitimate thing. It's also verifying that the, the contents of the credential is untampered. And also that the format that Fraser's presented is the same as the uh, format that it was issued in. So that's called like a schema check. So there's a few checks going on in the background to basically guarantee that the credential that Fraser has shared is legitimate um, and untampered. So it has in data integrity. Uh, that the, that was a bit technical. Did that did that make sense, Matt? That was bang on, mate, and it was way better than what I was going to say. Um, but there goes your question, Robo Bruceman, about how can people hack these and just present fake images from a web page? That's a screenshot because I know it's coming. I love this kid, me. Like, honest to God, he's an absolute gem, isn't he? What a diamond you are, son. I tell you what. Oh my goodness. Hey, uh, Beepans, I'm back. Mine have got hard rugged there. Uh, Bruce has just been rugged as well. Uh, Beepans, what about your game? Uh, what, these guys? What, what, what's going on with your game? Where, like, how would this fit in with you? I, I mean, so this, the game that we're having doesn't require an NFT. It doesn't require like money to play or anything like that. It's kind of a, a hobby thing. And when you're creating your character, 
there is nothing but a 24 word like phrase that kind of saves your character for you so i don't have any other we have nothing else attaching um your character like an email or or to your you know discord or anything so i don't i think it would be cool to like integrate them both but i i think it would be really cool to to understand a bit more it's like one thing we've been told by it's, it's some of my game developers is like they don't they don't apport like ipr assets between games but what they want is to allow like players to then flex outside of it so be able to show like quests that they've done or achievements that they've done and show that outside and that's something that we've like we hadn't really thought about and i was talking about like all those examples where we hadn't really thought of, of examples and people were telling us like oh you could do this and we just hadn't thought of it this was one where they were like oh it'd be really cool if you could like have have like your social profile and your social profile like includes the fact that like you've achieved a certain level in a certain game or like you've done this quest you've done this like achievement you've got this asset um and basically be able to go and flex like outside of the game um so be really curious on like if there's going to be like achievements that kind of thing in there that people could then go and like bring outside because i think that's one of the things where like we we had no idea it was something people would want to do and then it just keeps on coming up again and again and again the other thing is is proving that you actually own that character behind that uh, mnemonic as well without actually exposing the mnemonic. Um, let's say however your game evolves and you have interactions between various individuals, um, it's a good way to actually share that, hey, these are actually my characters uh, and or attributes and items. You can prove them. Have I been rugged? No, I no, I'm sorry. I, like, uh, I like to think sometimes before I speak, not all the time, just sometimes. Um. <laughs> oh, you should you should give uh, give Bruce Man and Robo a guide on how to do that. <laughs> uh, I think I'm here. I'm the one. I'm I'm the voice of reason. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so so basically, these dudes all got together like in the Telegram, and they were like, "Right, let's go on Rat FM and burn the fucking house down. Come on, let's go." <laughs> They're doing a good job, man. They're doing a fucking good job. The the Turkish have got a good proverb about the British law, right? About uh, like how the, the the English man will burn his house down to fucking get rid of the flea in the blanket or something like that. It's like all like Tur- like 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 we are mad, man. Anyway, right? Let's uh, get. Can we, I mean, we want to continue the conversation. So, are you, are you interested in check or or not? Are you just too busy for the plebs? What's going on? Are you coming in? No, he's got nothing. Am I getting rugged now, bro? No, uh, you're not. So, sorry, how much do you know about checked? Oh, I think he's been rugged. Yeah, has. Uh, yeah, so RP bands up as the co-host controlling it now. Uh, yeah, no, I, bands, I didn't notice that until just now. Now I have the power to silence people, but not you, but that's okay. Your game's an interesting <laughs> one. Your game's an interesting one, just like Dow's are. It's like the perfect, perfect use case for what these guys want to bring along, right? Because we're a bit like worried about, well, no, we were worried about the Dow and legalities and, and a few things, but like, yeah, man, like, like it just seems to be a match made in heaven. What's coming along? Like the next evolutionary step, right? Be, yeah, yeah, let me really let, let, let me get the first. Oh, sorry. Oops, sorry. No, no, go for it. Sorry, my bad. 
Yeah, let's let's get the beta launches in three weeks, in a few weeks. So um, let's get the first 21 tiles out and see if anybody likes the game first <laughs> before I go and, you know, can you make can you tell us more about it? <laughs> Counting my uh, eggs before I, they hatch with it. <laughs> can you tell us more about it? I clicked on the link and uh, really, cool, really cool to know more about it. Um, like right now during this space? Yes, day bands don't be shy. The guy's asking, man. Like, like what? Oh, like, yeah, you I just want, want to make sure because this is a space about checked, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, friendly. And it could integrate into your game quite well. I think, like, maybe in the future. I mean, you know, we're all looking at the future. Okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm just really curious. I like, I yeah, clicked on the, clicked on the Twitter account and then clicked on the website and stuff. And uh, I don't have a hero, and I can't recover my hero because I don't have one. But I'm really curious what what. what oh, so you didn't you didn't save? Okay, so, um, if you have to save that twenty four words after you create your hero, just put that twenty four words off to the side, kind of like your wallet. But every time you log into your browser, you'll be able to get your hero back as long as you log into that same as as long as you open up the same browser. Um, Ooh. yeah, so you won't have to keep logging in or anything like that. So basically, it's not like web. We're not web 2 or web 3 game where we're not even chain specific um it's really about like we're kind of like ab abstracting away all the technology from the user so you don't need your email password or wallet to connect you just log in happens magically um if you are like later on if you you don't have to but if you would like to uh be able to get keys for loot boxes you can you you can do that via like a credit card or an or you know doing it you know via MetaMask or, or or something like that. But it's not required to play the game you know and to enjoy it. It's just if you want to go like deeper into you know certain certain spots. Um, we're they're currently using a custom co-founder persona to fill the third person team. So it just is like the LL, the LLM is doing a lot of the copy and the grunt work for us and generating the artwork. Um, and it's also going to have its own budget and we're kind of instructing it on what to do, but it's going to help with coming up with the puzzles. It's been helping coming up with the puzzles and monsters and stuff. So it's like a, a board game. Imagine like you go and you get to your tile on a board game, but on that tile, you have things that you have to like accomplish or find and then, or fight somebody. And then you can choose whether you want to go left or right. And then depending on where you choose in the labyrinth, because it's called Maki Bomba and the infinite labyrinth, you will be able to kind of like, you know, decide, you know, you're, you need to get to the end and fight the last person or whatever, but it's ever evolving. So it kind of makes it a little bit difficult. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what, you know, it doesn't require this. It's almost like a, maybe hopefully it'll become like a never ending game, but there is a plan for the game to end, but we're kind of deciding when, you know, when we want to do that. We want to keep that a little mystery. It's really cool. Oh, Matt, what, what's your what's the pirate saying? Critical. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Um, and Straylight, Straylight is the um, Straylight's the developer. So Straylight, um, he created Department Seventy Seven game, which is live on like three chains. Um, it has three. It's live on you know NFTs on three different chains, and it's more like a very difficult sci-fi strategy game. Like you gotta have like some huge brains to play that game. Um, this one's gonna be a, a lot more simpler uh, for someone like myself <laughs> to play. Awesome. And I got the so gallery over here. My husband saying smooth brains. <laughs> you guys heard that? 
basically though like a, a great like onboarding tool as well though like if people get into it and want to go further and stuff and like discover what like stuff's all about right yeah and then so like imagine if you okay you're you have you're just a gamer right and you want to play the game and you know how people get like v bucks right so like let's say you're like i need i want to get a key so i can get into this dungeon let's say so they pay with it with the credit card but it, it won't get minted until they're ready to like sell it the NF, you know, so like if they buy the, the it'll stay with the, attached to the uh, character, but then they're like, okay, I don't need, I don't need this key anymore. So then they'll say, okay, mint, they'll hit the mint button, send it over to the chain, and then we'll be able to trade it, you know, when, once they're done with that specific, you know, key or something. That's a cool mechanic. I see what you did there. I wish Straylight's here, but um, he's. I invited him. I did invite him, but I think he might be busy. Yeah. I was yeah, just going to say it. He has his day job and he has meetings until 10.30 a.m. I was so just going to say it. Difficult, yeah. Smooth operator. She's a smooth operator. I love this crack, man. It's so good, no? Uh, Bruce, man, we know you had like a list of like, what was it, 85,000 questions or something, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, have, uh, I have picked uh, out of that list. I've just picked two questions, I think, that could be good for like a closing conversation. Maybe that conversation would take approximately about three to five hours. So, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Shoot, let's hear them then. What have you got? Yeah, Come okay. On, I have on. like, how, how, how do you guys see the digital, digital identity market evolving in the coming years? And like, what role do you see your platform playing in this ecosystem? Ooh. Yeah, that Eduardo, get that report. There's that report. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the the, the market research report? Because that's pretty poignant for that question, Fraser. Have you posted it? Because I'll go and find it and put it in the nest. Yeah, is it is what's this market report? Come on, Eduardo, have you can you get can you grab that blog, mate? My laptop's just gone to sleep. Basically, yeah. So Fraser, do you want to maybe sort of while maybe Ed or Alex or you grab that link just so they Which... can stick it in the nest. Which Guys, you know, it? if you're up as a speaker, you can throw stuff in the nest. Just so you know. Yeah, man, yeah, you man. just click the button. Yeah, you have to be a co-host, don't you? No, 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 Any speaker, any speaker can throw anything in the nest. Yeah, you just go and just click the share button and bang, it's done. Anybody? Any, yeah. Wow. So when you, you click the share realize. button, when you click the share button, it's the top option, the first choice. Oh, That's yeah, yeah. the name of the space. I, I didn't realize that you could do it just as a speaker. I thought you had to be a co-host, so you've taught me something well, now, thank you. Well, Chick, we keep, mate. There we you go. That was a good one. We, no, we, keep, we keep it quiet after what happened to Joe, because poor Joe, you know, Cosmos Joe, Cosmos DeFi. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. you just call him Poo Joe. I didn't call him Poo Joe. Oh, Bruce. I mean, Joe, on the replay, when you listen back, you'll be like, that fucking Bruce. It'd be in me DMs, Joe, over this. Joe, uh, would let anybody up as a speaker at this particular time on this particular show and someone came in and like raided his nest with a bot and just like posted like 247 videos of like what can only be described I didn't even want to describe it like, like let's shit just show. A shit show. it was a shit uh, it was a shit show and it wasn't very good that's all I'm going to say right and he's he's living in infamy Be bop I mean, we all know what's going on there, but uh, yeah. So, guys, just be careful who you let up as a speaker in the future. Because if your horse and chosen you didn't know that, and so I'm telling you, there's people like bombing people's spaces with bots to do that now these days. How 
how do, I mean, guys, I don't know if we can go off topic. I know Bruce had questions, but right, I'm going to go there. Space is etiquette and space is behavior. Like, do we need to set the ground rules or should everybody be establishing social norms? Or, I mean, because we, we're doing all right. And I mean, you guys are up here having fun. We seem to hit the shows okay, blah, blah, right? We do our job, we're vigilant, et cetera, et cetera. But when you've got things like people making bots to come in and do this to someone's show, like, I mean, you know, what, what's appropriate behavior? You've got people coming in chilling. You heard B-bands like, oh, no, not on the check show. Like, you know, like, because you're so humble, right? And, and got like a bit of humility, unlike 99% of the industry. What kind of, uh, let's just go there. I'm going to get Alex because, I mean, Alex, you've been quiet for a bit. Dude, give me a little bit of information about what you think is like good spaces behavior or what makes a good space. Or can you give us some insight on what you think about Twitter spaces right now? I think just feeling like you're just on a call with your mates and, you you know, you don't have to say anything. You can just listen. You can just chill. It's just really nice. It's like comfort food. I think that's the best way of describing it for me. It's just like comfort food in the background. Uh, but then every so often there's just a nugget which makes you think, oh, I'm going to change my perspective a little bit on this. And if you can shift those perspectives just a few per percentage in one direction, I think you're creating a good space because you're creating something that's engaging people. Or also just um quick FYI, guys, I've got a, a work call that I've got to drop for in two minutes on the half hour. So this is probably the last uh, thing I'm going to be able to say here. Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure to join the space with you guys. Dude, you're welcome. Uh, you're, absolute, you're golden. You're absolute golden. I am going to let Bruce though, speak to you before you leave because I know Bruce is your biggest fanboy, Alex. I know he's going to say goodbye <laughs> to you. Of course, man. Really nice talking with you, Alex. Impressive, impressive work you've done, man, and your knowledge about this field seems like you, uh, you're front running the whole fucking industry. So I tip oh. my hat to you. Oh, cheers, guys. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thanks for the really engaging questions. Um, and thanks for everyone else who's uh, listening as well. Um, I'll, I'll catch you guys all soon. I can't wait to do one of these again soon. So, yeah, see ya. Take it easy, Alex. I, I also can see that now we've lost Alex, we're just going to get absolutely rinsed by Bruce, man. Exactly, no, man. I'm, 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 now. I'm not going to let I'm you leave. Sure. Bruce, I've got one comment. Listen, dude, like from the fucking top to the bottom of the fucking organization, these are just gigabrains all over the fucking place. Like, I mean, they've fucking got the mustard, dude. Haven't they? They've got the minerals, right? Fuck Absolutely. Them. They're fucking impressive, man. They have the facts, they have the knowledge, and they have the crack. They're fucking, they can play ball, right? They come to our court and they're fucking prepared. I like it. I oh, he threw me under the bus earlier. Sorry, Fraser. Oh, but, uh, no, no, uh, Robert, what's the, like, when you said got the minerals, what film is that from? I'm sure it's in something like Snatch or Logstone. Yeah, yeah, it's Snatch. It's uh, Alan Ford, right? Oh, Isn't it? oh no, no, yeah. it's, it's yeah. your man there. Uh, what's he called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your man from it's his it's his lucky, isn't it? You want to see if I've got the fucking minerals, Sam? Tell you it's my favorite dude. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. There's, is that um? Do you do you know do you know what fucking nemesis means, Sam? A righteous inflict of retribution manifested by a, oh, an horrible camp. An horrible camp. In other words, <laughs> me, Sam. Hey, do you know about Alan Ford? 
Do you know he got turned down for the role three times and they were trying to get Sean Connery, right? And then Sean Connery ran Guy Ritchie and said, dude, you can't afford me. And uh, I forgot who was Alan Ford had taken somebody to uh, one of the uh, interview, the rehearsals with uh, Guy Ritchie. They were doing it in uh, Dave's pub, right? If you know about the crack, yeah. And basically what happened is, like, uh, Alan Ford uh, got invited back for, like, this third interview. And he, he'd been failed every time, and he'd forgot his contact lenses or something. And yeah. so he'd had the yeah. glasses in the isn't that right? Like he, he basically he put he had to put his big thick glasses on, and then Guy Ritchie looked at him and went, "You've got the job, dude." Like that was if that's how he got the job. Alan Ford, he forgot his fucking contact lenses. Listen, I didn't I know that. Like, yeah, it's it's such a good. There's so many of those as well. Where like, um, have you seen the interview on? Um, the, who's, the, who's the guy that ended up fronting ACDC, the Geordie guy? And apparently he just like turned up on a whim. They just like invited him down and he didn't think like just turned up on a whim. He didn't really think he got it. Um, so if I can dig it out, but it's like, it's Brian Johnson. And um, he really- Yeah, it is Brian up. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a good interview where he told, like, explains how he got the gig. And at that point, like, I think he was in a village, like, or like a pub band or something. Like it was pretty small stuff. And then went down, like did this, did this uh, audition for ACDC, and just and thought he bombed it, and like, I think just got all the sauce or something either the night before the, or like afterwards. And then they rang him back, were like, "Yeah, you've got it," and he just couldn't, yeah, couldn't believe it. I really want to dig it out though because it's it's got a very similar vibe to like the rooftop thing. It's just like he just had no idea. Dude, there's like there's about 20, 25 things associated with that film where you'd be like fucking like people don't even realise that Mickey, uh, Brad Pitt's part was wasn't even in the fucking movie originally. Like he he, he basically created that specifically just for Brad Pitt because Brad Pitt like rang up oh, and yeah. like Mickey wasn't a fucking character. It was gonna be from he rewrote the movie for Brad Pitt. Dude, I mean, there was some mad shit. What did he pay? He paid like uh, one. She charged him one million dollars to use fucking Lucky Star or something for those few seconds, right? Fuck, I'm Madonna, man. Like, it's only on for a few seconds. I think it's on twice, isn't it? Lucky Star? Fuck. A million bucks, man, just for a few seconds. Imagine the smell. <laughs> just just to get back as well just quickly just while it's there um that re- question about where you see checked going forward i've i've Thank put in a uh, mar- market research report it's in the nest just to, yeah just, you know. i just i just we bought your time we bought your time lad we bought your time right bruce <laughs> take it away <laughs> I, I just i just came through it man and it looks there's not many projects in the cosmos that present stuff that looks so professional let me say say it like that Oh, we, we were really lucky with that. So, like, I started that off as, like, wow. an Excel sheet and a bit of a blog and was like, oh, like, this will just be handy because, like, we can just reference it and stuff. Um, and I was just like, oh, we'll just do, like, a blog. It'll be fine. And then Alina was like, this is like this could be so much more. Like, this could be way, way more than what it is. Um, and credit to her. She was like, okay, let's turn this into a proper report. We put it on like the wire and it got picked up by Bloomberg, like just on, on the wire and stuff. But like it was credit to her for the idea to like turn it from what I thought it was into what it became because I like, had way more of an impact in, in the way that she did it than like what I was thinking. It's awesome. It's definitely one of those like lessons to be like, 
whenever you're putting something out, just take a think about it and like, because it could just have way more impact than the way you were originally thinking about it, if that makes sense. That's a long way of saying it. It just turned into something we that infinitely better than where it started. I think that's a good description, infinitely better, because that shit is really good. Like, yeah, it's thorough, right? And oh my God, there's a lot of money in the market too. That Yeah, that was the answer to the question I was waiting for you to get to. Um, where do you think it's going to be? How big do you think, I think it's going to be? The numbers are right on that report. Yeah. The, 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 the billions, the, boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was, I mean, that was, a, that was the thing that, like, so we'd spent a couple of years in SSI and, like, decentralized ID, like, doing, doing this kind of thing. And... Like when we went out raising and, and like getting money together to go and do this, it blew our minds that no one had a number for how big the market was gonna for how big the market was gonna be. Like you you'd you'd have people who'd spent like four or five years building companies in this space and yet no one had like a market overview number. And like this is ridiculous. Like how how have how has everyone spent so much time building technical stuff and no one knows like what the market's worth? So we just pulled it together quickly, launched this, and then like it just it blew up in the best way because like no one had done just the basic homework in the first place. It's really cool. So yeah, we I think we've talked about this a couple of times in different spaces about how special and unique the crypto space is because of all this innovation and all this money, but the lack of traditional businessmen or business people, right? all these devs that have brilliant minds and can develop brilliant software, but the sense of business is just lacking. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I totally agree with that. And it's, it's just like, I'd say it's even worse or it has, it was even worse in like decentralized ID and credentials because like, at least with like NFTs and tokens and stuff, like you've got to consider the money anyway, because that's kind of what, what a lot of it's around like you've already got like the payment stuff like built in whereas the credential side of things was just like it's just pure data moving around and so you had loads of like super smart engineers and architects building all this stuff and you still do but they just never thought about the money it's still like we're so early on that side of things where we're the few people where they're like we're, we're not going in and be like oh you can move this data around what we're going is like there's a whole market here to be made and just like the way it gets received is so much better as a result um where we can be like there's there's something huge here we can tap into like let's go um just a different world. but you're right like it's it's such a different world am i getting rugged i lost fraser there am i getting rugged I want... no i hear him i heard you both yeah yeah he's good so uh something i've been thinking about that you also mentioned about i think you mentioned in your answer the fact that software development and software engineering is such a highly reputational driven field, it's insane, right? This is why also the devs and all the programmers, they get on each other's backs about when they say something wrong and who built what and all this shit, right? We've seen it tons of times in the cosmos and throughout blockchain history. So why have these guys that can build whatever they want in a software system or in a computer not built anything like this before because it's um, been needed since forever yeah i i think it's because like those the two communities have just never spoken to each other so 
if you look at like the SSI credentially people, like they've all got like they've all got like I'm at I'm at one of their conferences right now, and it's there is like zero crossover with like any of the other other like crypto web three things like conferences. So like there's no one that I've met here who is in like crypto or web three at all. Like there's probably there were maybe one or two sessions on like NFTs here and that was it. And it was all to do with ticketing and that was the only discussions, right? So and then on the flip side, like if you go to all the crypto stuff, like no one has been doing credentials or like not until really recently. And there's still because it's like a crypto conference, it's based around blockchains and stuff, everyone just does them on ledger. So for the longest time, basically those two communities just haven't spoken to each other. And so like as soon as you like just blend the two together, it becomes really, really obvious that you need something like this. The to use another analogy, like or the, an, another example, like regardless of what you think about the guy, like the reason James Dyson of like the Hoovers has been so successful is he typically takes like an invention or something that works really, really well in one industry and moves it into another. So like the whole bagless vacuum thing has existed in sawmills for like a hundred years. And all he did was take that idea and put it into like a, like a household vacuum. And then like the the cordless, um, sorry, the um, like brushless drills and stuff for like super silent fans he was creating and like hair dryers and all that kind of stuff. Like the brushless motors all existed in dentistry for like a good 20, 30 years. And he just moved them into using them for fans and using them for like um, hair dryers. And then, like a final example, just just to like really hammer it home. So, like in fluid mechanics, you've got a thing called the Bernoulli principle, and it's basically like if you've got a pipe and you put water down it, the center of the the water going down the center of the pipe goes at the the, the pressure and the speed that you push out. But anything that gets close to the wall starts to hit friction, and so like as you get closer and closer to the wall, the liquid slows down, so it's going way quicker in the middle than it is at the side. And he flipped that on its head and used it for those bladeless fans that you see. So the way that they work is they fire like air really high velocity out of a very thin like like vein. And then that then with the friction it has on the rest of the air just accelerates like loads of other um, like a big volume of air. So it's it's just I think a lot of what we've done is like take really solid tech that's existed and just brought it into a completely new space and blended it together and it's that that means that like i really hopeful hopefully it takes off and all the feedback that we're getting suggests it will but it's it's just taking something from a different area and bringing it across and and yeah it's it's just blending those two communities i think is one of the big things see matt's got some thoughts yeah, basically, the last thing um, I wanted to add on the back of that as well, in the sense of, you know, how big this could be with regards to what we've just discussed with the report. Um, what this team has built in the space of two years is far bigger than most other SSI projects that we've come across, in the sense that we we support so many uh, more verifiable credential formats, whether it's G GWT, JSON-LD, Aries Framework, JavaScript, Anon Creds, the Varamo SDK, Status List 21. You know, then we're going to be looking at Akapai and .NET. Um, nobody else has been able to do that as well. 
And then in the time that we've done that, there's other projects that have been around for like, I mean, Eduardo mentioned this to me a little while ago, and it was just so poignant. Um, in that time, with half the size of a team, other projects have come nowhere close. It'll take off. Impressive. Robo, go ahead. Tell you what, that's a, that's a community manager earning his salary right there, isn't it? I mean, let's, I'm telling you, I'm going to flagship this. Like, I want every community manager, right, in this entire ecosystem of IBC that we cover to listen to your man. And you think I'm biased just because we, like, come from, like, villages, like, next, like little estates, I should say, next to each other. Now, listen to that, man. That is absolute giga professionalism. Dude, I only put my hand up to see you. I'd love to hear your uh, Fraser have a crack on with uh, Liz the Diz. Fraser, you should meet our friend Liz. She builds uh, Tesla turbines. But what you were talking about, about repurposing, like, like, dude, I'm all about this shit, man. Reverse engineering, repurposing shit. Like, dude, that's what the world should be about, right? It's just so, it's just so efficient. Like, in terms of, like, making games, like, taking something that you know works, it's bulletproof, and just shifting in somewhere that, like, it's going to have, like, a comp- it's a little bit like um what must must did with spacex was just took a load of principles that you get in any other industry mostly software and applied it to space rockets um like it's it was all the same principles just in a different industry where historically like that's not how it worked and the reason it had such a big impact was because it came from outside and it, it did work and they just needed to try it so yeah, I'm such I'm such a fan of like taking this approach of like something that works elsewhere and punting it across and just like okay, like let's see if it. And the other the other really cool thing about it is like, so we're we're doing some like really really cutting edge stuff on like some of the new SDKs we're doing like the revocation, the payment stuff. Like the payment stuff is really really cutting edge, but issuing credentials in the way that creds works. It's like that's been around for like three or four years, just no one thought to use it in this way. So like I'm always a big fan of like the big R and D difficult stuff. But at the same time, like you can use something like creds and just show off and be like, this is SSI, this is credentials. And just the risk is so much lower because you know that it works. Um and it has worked for a long time. So yeah, big fan of doing it that way because it's just it's just so, like the risk is so low. So bro. I have to obviously remind it's a Friday, Bruce. We always have to go there, don't we? Last week was a bit different because it was the family getting 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 it all out there. Uh, but the specials, like Finn warns us, like the two-hour mark, he's like, dude, if you hit the two-hour mark, that's a like, beauty spot. Technical uh, stuff, Bruce. Like, can we finish off? Because, and about check, I mean, I just want to talk to the guys as fucking human beings, if that's all right, like for a minute. That's okay. Yeah, I can have one that? more. I have, like, I have I mean, one more question. Bands, Brucey, you're the co-host, so I have one more Please question. Can you hear me? I swear to God, you're like Columbo. Did you ever watch that show, Columbo? Right, and then the person's like relieved that he's done asking questions, right? And as he's walking away, Columbo's like, you know, one more question. He sticks his finger out, he turns around, and he no, looks at him, and he's like, so what about oh, this? And then the, right. the person's like shocked that Columbo knew. You know what I mean? I don't know. Let's have the convo. Let's have the convo. Bruce, we're going to do this live because no, 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 Bruce, shut the fuck up. None of us have mentioned this in the DMs. Dude, what did you do to Vanessa the other night? I mean, you do realize nobody on the fucking team expected any fucking stunts like that. Dude, if you're going to do that again, give us some pre warning so we can. I mean, B bands, come on, back me up here. I'm like, 
is this dude on shrooms again? He's he's on the wheel space talking about a fucking raccoon going down to a river like and stroking a fucking wheel with a hat or something on. I'm like, bro, man, can we get to the point? Don't worry, guys. Finn will edit this from the, the recorded one. Don't worry, boys. I'm just reminded, check guys, that we've got control of uh, the recording. <laughs> so, B-Bands, what's going on with uh, your man, Bruce? I mean, Vanessa, he, Bruce. Uh, listen, I, you know, listen, uh, Bruce is an equal opportunity questioner. He's not going to be like, oh, this is the female. I'm just going to, you know, kick back and, you know, not come on aggressive. He is treating her like he would have treated anybody else. And Bruce, I appreciate that because sometimes people kind of like lay it easy just to make sure like, but here's the thing though, you got to make sure that the person that you're doing with it isn't like a million times smarter than you because like that shit like that. Let <laughs> us know though, not well for you because she just got you right back. <laughs> he couldn't let us know. He couldn't let us know that he was going to be like, oh, what do you think about this particular issue? And then like get a three minute explanation and go, well, your LinkedIn profile from 2015 says this. And I'm like, Oh, I curled up in a ball. I curled up in a ball on the floor, like no, with a dog. I wasn't even, in, I didn't curl. I, I actually was like, I think I was surprised and like pleasantly, I was like pleasantly surprised. I mean, shocked a little bit, you know, let the lady live. But at the same time, I was like, wow, I, I that came out of fucking left field. And, and, and it definitely <laughs> um, made for great conversation. So I appreciated that. Of course. That's why I'm rubbing him on a space. Like I'm only bigging him up. Like, come on. I mean, he went there. That's what like happened, and and the same thing is with the wet. What the white wheel guys were in the DMs immediately, laughing their heads off. And you know something? That's what I want to ask Fraser and uh, Matt tonight, guys. You know we want it like Fraser was like talking about. Uh, uh, sorry, was it Fraser or your man Alex? Is like, are you know, just going over to your friends and having like dinner? Boys, do you feel like you've racked up to the Rack FM table tonight and you've had a scran with the boys or what? Boys and girls, sorry. I, I, the thing I wish I'd done is got like, because I'm in Berlin at the moment, it's got a Turkish like kebab and then like a beer because it's already like getting on for four here and it's the end of the conference and just like, just chilled out in the sun. I've, I've, I've made a mistake. I'm in a, in a phone booth, like in an office and I should have just been like outside in the sun with a couple of beers and, uh, and, a, and a kebab. And, uh, I feel like I've made a mistake, but although, because otherwise, like, it's been awesome. It's been, it's, yeah, wholesome, really, really wholesome, despite has, Bruce Man's like attempts. <laughs> it has been a crack in spaces. Like um, the thing I like about uh, the way you guys conduct your spaces, as well as when you were talking about etiquette, um, is that one question was asked to me previously about how you should go on and should you be professional. You know the way you guys conduct your spaces. It's 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 in a way that's unique. It's your it's your own image. It's your own brand. You know you know you, you don't really care what people say, and and it actually works quite well because it makes the conversation a lot more fluid. People get a little bit more relaxed and a bit more open, and it works well. But yeah, I've taken a chunk out of your table tonight, and I'll be back again, boys. Oh, I tell you what, Matt. My goodness. You have absolutely nailed. And I mean, I tell you what, guys, I'm going to say this. We've been doing this for over a year. Uh, obviously, a lot of stuff before Terra Spaces came along wasn't recorded. But we've got like hundreds of hours going back to uh, uh, August, early August. Like we've had like massive names. We've done massive numbers. And I'm telling you now, tonight, I'm going to publicly declare this. And Finn will be like on the recording like, Rob was right, right again. I'm leaving in this Easter egg fin, right, for the recording. Matt's performance tonight. And Fraser and Alex, by the way, but I fucking dude, 
when does a community manager ever come on a call and talk like that? B-Bands, I'm sorry, like, I'm going to say this right now. When was the last time, B-Bands, you heard a community manager come on and give a performance like that tonight? Oh, um, I was thinking Wait, really She might hard. be rugging me. Go on, Fraser. No, You're I lovely, by the way, Fraser, but, you know, I want to be... Hey, well, <laughs> Robo, Robo, we hear B-Bands. Oh, I'm getting rugged again. Callate! That means shut up in Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking really hard. Can't. Um, there are a lot of great communities that we have chatted with, but this was definitely an amazing um, it, uh, chat. And um, yeah, I'm not going to be like throwing anybody under the bus, but uh, I don't know what you're looking for, Robo. <laughs> no, I well, I'm not spooning you, Robo. If that's what you're looking for, thanks for the compliments, but I'm uh, not that way out. Dude, I'm just saying, though. <laughs> Every time the speaker changes, I'm getting rugged. Like, this space is getting so ruggy now. Like, guys, I'm in and out all the time. Like, I'm really apologetic about, like. Hey, hey, hey guys, real quick. You, y'all, y'all don't know. Risby just left, but um, I just, um, I'm part of Team Gelato as of today. So I just kind of wanted to. Let everybody know. And since Robo can't hear me, it's awesome. Oh, wait, he put a heart. Damn it. He can't hear me. I can't hear you. And you know what? That's amazing because I remember the space with the white paper and gelato like a couple of weeks ago. Like, oh, B bands. I absolutely. Man, I've never had a sister. I've only ever had one brother, but I, I feel like I've got one now in my life, man. It's the first time ever, man. Hmm? It's amazing. Guys, I have to say, if you can still hear me, I was getting this take towards the end. Every time Fraser was speaking, like in the last like about 10 minutes or something, it just kept rugging on me, man. And this is like Elon, dude, sort your life out. I hope people can hear me. Uh, but I'm going to just shut my mouth and just say, and I was big and mad up. And then I probably got like rugged to death while I was like off and couldn't speak. Uh, I mean it though. Like the Czech team. Uh, so I think you'll find tweets from me from like what 2021. Uh, Steve's just like commented <clears throat> on my proper profile. So you know, I mean, Steve, right? Big uh, Czech fan for a long time. He's just like a nice one, mate. Like I've known like these guys and what they've been doing for a long time, but they just went away in the build, right? Through the bear market. They remind me of like other projects like, like Kudos and that where people might be sleeping on them. Is anybody, by the way, guys, I don't know if you know about the Friday curse. Well, it's not a curse. Is anybody checked the uh, check chart? Anybody checked the check chart? Bruce, we've had on nearly every Friday show. What's happened to the check price tonight? Anything or nothing? I'm just going and checking. Ha, ha, ha. So I don't have the boys. No, but anyway, I, I got, oh, oh yeah, we are up. Uh, check is up 2,500%. No, I'm kidding. They are up zero point nay three point fifty five in the last twenty four hours. No Friday effect today. So. Oh, no Friday bump today, boys. We've uh, seen ridiculous pumps like when projects have come on, like Kudos has to be like the first show pump like twenty five percent or something. But no, guys, honest to God, you've passed the sniff test, Brucey. What you got to say before we uh, wind out with the yes. boys? So I said I had two questions. I only got two answer. I got an answer for one of them, and I do want to know, guys. And maybe if you can only if you can answer this question with only using six hundred and nine characters, that would be awesome. How do you plan to ensure user adoption and engagement? Like there's fourteen billion dollars in the market, or maybe more, right? How, yeah. how are you going to grab them? Yeah, I think. Um... 
Oh, two, so two things. Um, so one is like the payment side of things. So a lot of this data is like sat with big companies that have these huge silos and we're going to use those payments basically and the incentives there to like get that data back out to individuals and end like surveillance capitalism. That's the idea. So one side is just like using greed to give people like data and privacy back because who as a company isn't going to want money, but we need to get that data back to individuals and just change that behavior and put it back into your control, your ownership. But I think the other thing is like, is, uh, is creds and the, the way that we're going about that. So, that's really like user experience driven and i think one of the things that like this like the credentials or ssi community hasn't done in the past is like build cool stuff that people want to use and so we we think we've got a good start now like everyone that we've shown to like likes the look of it but the thing we really need like like ross is on holiday at the moment but he's just been doing user interviews with like all sorts of people all focused on like user experience and making sure that it looks good and feels good and we need to just get into that basically like that's the really big thing is we need to get it to a situation where people like think it's cool they want to interact with it on a daily basis and they want to spread it far and wide and so like, i think creds is our attempt to like get into that where it's like this just it works it looks good and people want to use it on a daily basis so it's two it's two kind of things one is like massive market dynamics and using like economics and that kind of thing to, to fix like structural data market problems and then the second one is just build cool stuff that people want to use and interact with and like it's ssi decentralized idea under the hood but you don't need to know that. You just want to know that it's cool and you want to use it on a daily basis to solve problems that you've got. So I'd say those are the two. Um, Matt, I, I did, well, Eduardo, like any any thoughts from yourselves? Um, Paul, I mean, there's, there's, there's... Go on. No, I just want to say, like, I, I wanted you guys to use max 609 characters because I want to be aware of well, mindful of time, right? <laughs> did he? Did he see my characters? Did he? <laughs> Bro, man. I fucking love the Craig. Go ahead, Matt. Um, I haven't really got too much to add on that. Um, I'm going to leave the longer term strategy to the bigger boys, um, and I'm going to focus on um, engaging the community um, and making sure people get all the latest news. And on that, um, I've just thrown up. Um, a tweet up in the nest there. We've got a major partnership session which will be happening on the 18th at 1600 UTC plus one where our head of partnerships, Toby, will be dropping some big news. So if you're interested to know what that is, it's a major development for us. Um, we think that's uh, not going to be one to be missed. So yeah, that was it. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. What do you, what do you say, Robo and b I think that was a nice little bit. Dude, uh, um, mate, I'm going to have to go back and listen to replay immediately. Like, literally for the last, like, 20, like 15 to 20 minutes, I'm just constantly getting rolled. I can, so I can see who's on mute. And then I see, like, it's either Fraser or Matt or, or you that's not on mute. And I'm like, fuck, I know one of them's talking because I've been rolled several times. So, like, I'm just like, oh, fuck. I, dude, I'm in and out, in and out, in and out. This. This is what you have to do to keep the space running, but at least you fellas. Hey, you. Robo, can you hear me? Yes, of course, Dolly. What's up? Maybe it's the algorithm. Like maybe the algorithm is like hearing you talk and it's not sure if you're like what language you're speaking, so it keeps like kicking you out. <laughs> <laughs> She's absolutely savage her towards you, Robo. I love it. 
But, oh. but also, like, if, if it's happening to Robbo, how's it not happening to Matt as well? Do you know? Oh. <laughs> Your, your boss has just absolutely fucking thrown you under the bus and all. You threw Bruce under the bus. <laughs> That's all right. Believe you me, he'll get it next time. He knows what's coming. Don't you <laughs> Oh, he's going to wake up in some bird shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Honestly, guys, listen, this has been a cracker. An absolute cracker. We're literally hitting the two-hour mark and we know everybody's got lives and like literally my phone's on like dying legs here. Uh, what a cracking, cracking space tonight. Uh, free as a mind, Matt, we, we appreciate it. Like, proper family. If you come on here and you pass, like, the rack sniff test, like, you're golden, you know? And I'm I'm actually, like, looking forward to you guys becoming, like, like if you just hit what you want to do, it's going to be really nice, like, to see the fact that, like, yeah, these guys, like, built through the bottom of the bear. Like, they just didn't complain, didn't moan, blah, blah. They got on with it. And like, look, like what they're doing now. I, I can't wait to see you guys succeed. Like, you make me the two years of that nice. I'm just like, I kind of wait to see these guys succeed. Yeah. Oh, really oh, kind. Thanks, man. Really, really kind. And yeah, love it. Like, and and like Matt was saying earlier, right? The the style of the way you guys operate is just awesome. Like, it's just it, it's so genuine. Like, and and the the unplannedness, even with like Bruce Wood's like rapid planning in the background, like it's still it's just so good all round. Like it's just genuine, and that's that, that's what makes all the difference. Dude, he scares us, you know, Bruce. I mean, I'm sure Bay Bands is a bit scared right now. Like, like I we've tried to keep this shit anonymous on the dough and that, but like, man, I'm really getting worried right now. Like Bay Bands, I mean, Bruce, are you fifty fifty or what? Are you on the fence? So what? Um, so. This is this is my life, right? You do an audio. Can you can you wait? And don't do it too loud. You need to do it a little bit quieter. But can you just say like, put the talking in the Dow in the Arnie voice for me? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. As it's, it's always, I haven't warmed up, and sometimes I don't hit it. Right? <laughs> just give me a moment. You might need a warm up. You might need a warm up, guys, for the Arnie voice. People and stuff. Yeah, just mute yourself and, and warm up a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will put the token in the towel. Yeah. Ah, my eyes! The goggles do nothing. Oh, a little clump, baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> my God. Can you believe, boys, you get on the floor, you come on the show, man, you get impressions, man. Yeah. Mr. Char- Mr. Shelby, Mr. Churchill, I'll be in touch now, so we will. I suggest you answer the fucking phone. <laughs> boys. Oh, that is good. That is good. They've loved it. Oh, would you like a cup of tea, Father? Would you like a cup of tea now? Would you like a cup of tea, Father? <laughs> oh, could you please do the air? Uh, I heard you're a racist now, Father. Oh, no, 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 dude. Fraser's trying to get... Fraser's trying to get his fucking pants on <laughs> if I went there, oh Jesus, come on, dude. Anyway, boys, let's end it on that note. I'm on I'm beaming from eight to rear. Uh, B bands, let's go, Bruce. You enjoyed yourself tonight, kids. Yeah, you cats been all right, absolutely. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Thanks very much. Um, give us a shout next time you're ready for the next one. I'll probably be floating in and out of your regular spaces when I'm just cruising to it anyway. But otherwise, have a cracking weekend. And thanks very much for a mint spaces. Well, hey, Matt, 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 before before we leave, can you just can you tell me or tell the space what you wrote in the Telegram group to me right before we started around at yeah five minutes oh, before the space? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I did. I, I, oh, I can't believe you're about to do that to me, bro. No, oh, um, I did. It's the truth. What's happening? We, uh, we slightly, uh, <laughs> we slightly <laughs> forgot that this space was on because we've been so busy, and it was like five <laughs> two. It was like, Bruceman, uh, are we to just check? And are we still going to go with this? Uh, if not, because we don't recall any promotion, do you want to kick it down the road? And man, when I look back, that was a grave error of judgment. And I'm so glad that you shot me down with the rapid text fire, basically calling me a pleb and saying, get on the live because it worked out for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Batman, you're golden. You're fucking golden. Boys, boys and girls, I have to say, what a what a great night tonight. Uh, we've had like like people jumping in and out, obviously, but we've had like quite a good crew. This will do. So I'm telling you, this will do. Sick numbers because people come for the crack and they stay for the crack. And honestly, you boys all day long are pure like crack. Like, and I do like heart to heart. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish you all the best. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm gonna wind it out. And I'm going to say like a, a little thing. I'm going to leave a little Easter egg, right, for Finn on the recording, because this is what we've been doing lately. If you, if you literally go to Rack FM and listen to recorded shows, like literally you got to Spotify, put in Rack FM, go to rackfm.org. You can go in Google Podcasts or I, I, whatever it is, whatever you do on an iPhone. I don't know. I've never had an iPhone, but whatever podcasts we're on over there as well. Uh, literally, like just... You want to listen to the production, so I'm going to leave something for Finn. So, Finn, you sent your bot. You didn't turn up. It was a cracker anyway. I mean, you'd have made it, like, a lot better, but you weren't here, you player, but you didn't have the ability to do that. If I find out that you haven't popped in that Omniflix fucking space on my behalf and fucking worked, and you just think, oh, now you've been funded, well, then you're a clever cunt, aren't you? So I'm coming for you, like, Finn, I'm telling you. Be warned, mind, if you... I didn't know now because I've been focused, focused, focused. Oh, all right. All right. Yes, I did. I made it. Okay. I got up. I went in. I made it. So just chill, baby. Just chill. My mama's in town visiting. I can't be hanging out with you assholes all the, the whole time. You know? You haven't been on the Omniflix space, dude. There'll be uh, trouble. I was. Right? So I'm going to log there. out and find out. Yeah, Bruce, uh, Bruce, Matt, uh, Fraser. See you later. Good night. Goodbye. Take care wherever you're on the world. Love you. Principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some crop powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny community uprise. There's no 
no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose. Sticking with my armory, yam, beta, and bruise. Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth. Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost, it might cost us, us a lot more than, than what can be gained game. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs>